Hello, lovely humans. Let's talk about how wonderful the world is. Are you mad? It's bloody awful out there. It's just the worst. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi. <laughs> hey, who? I was faking Valentina out with a hit and record. <laughs> she did. She's as I like to do. Fucking sneaky. Little mind fuckery to start off the podcast. Mm, always. Welcome to Just the Worst, everyone. We are the worst. I'm Patty. And I'm the worst. Uh, <laughs> and she's a slither. I'm Valentina. Yes. And we were just talking Harry Potter. Yes. Because we just found out that Patty's Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. So I was explaining to her. I went through my sorting hat ceremony. Mm-hmm. Because somebody on the Facebook group had said that I was probably Ravenclaw or Slytherin. And I had well, to someone accused out. me of being Hufflepuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and There's no Hufflepuffs that, around here, people. Anyone that knows me <laughs> knows that I am a... Born, bred Slytherin. Uh, I don't know if you were born and bred. No, I think I you might have been very, turned. No, I was a very nice person. <laughs> <laughs> and then I met a Dementor and dated him for five years. And they really get under your skin. They do. And they can really, really mess with a person's head. Look yes. out for those Dementors, people. Yes. Yeah, so my college friend was like, there's no way you're Slytherin. I'm like, you're totally Gryffindor. And I was like, yeah, I don't think you've hung out with me lately. I am dead inside. Is she going on your wine <laughs> yes, trip? Yes, so she's going to learn all about you. <laughs> Did you tell her to listen to the podcast? <sighs> I tell everybody to. Well, some of them do. I think. Lauren does. Thank you, Lauren. Lauren, Harry. Harry, thank you. You're awesome. You're not a you're not a Patreon yet. <laughs> I noticed. Harry T. HPD. <laughs> Come on. But you were an early listener, so I'll give you that. Let us know if you want some stickers. I can send you some. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Mary Calla listens. Okay. And Jennifer says she listens, <laughs> but I don't know if she does. But her husband Alex listens. Oh, nice. He's a he's a good fan. Okay. Except that I call him Mitch. Oh, that's right. He's Mitch. Yeah, every time I try to look him up on Facebook, I forget. And I'm like, what? Where is he? He's not Scarf's. (laughs) He's next Scarf's husband. The next Scarf's husband. Okay. Yeah, Jennifer is very confusing. Why did I have them confused with Harry? Why did I think Harry is married to next Scarf? Harry and next Scarf and I all went to uh, high school. Oh, maybe that's together. I mean, he went to the boys' school. Right. St. Francis. Yes, yes, he was to see presents. He was a golden knight. Yes, my brothers were both golden he was knights. A superstar football player too. My brothers were best. Well, my brother, one of my brothers was a football player, and the other was a basketball player. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Saint Francis alum. I go La Cunada. Whoop whoop. No, LC is the worst. I'm sorry. That's where I grew up. La Cunada High School. No. I'm, well, Saint Francis is in La Cunada. I know, but you can't say go La Cunada. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's so weird because I, I went to Sacred Heart. So randomly, right up the Valentina and I did not know each other back then, but we did not live far from each other, at least Ooh. didn't go to school far from each other. And you went to school with Scarf's husband. Oh, in high school. I know. And that was a totally different area. So weird. That was in Newport Beach. What a tiny little world we live in. I really so am the whitest suburban girl you've ever met. I think oh, I lived in La Cunada and that. then Newport Beach. And but the fact that you went to a public high school. I did because I almost killed myself um, oh. when I went to the Catholic school oh. right across the street from the public high school in sixth grade when we first moved to Newport Beach. What school was it? <clears throat> Our Lady Queen of Angels oh. in Corona del Mar. 
And I was bullied so badly that I wanted <gasps> to kill myself. Aren't Catholic girls the worst? <laughs> and boys. This was everybody. It was a oh. whole entire class. It was terrible. We yeah. actually ended up in counseling as a class. There was like 23 of us <laughs> and we had that. to go to counseling. Yeah. So then after that, I was like, fuck Catholic school. I'm not going to school with them anymore. So in seventh grade, they sent me across the street to junior high at the high school. It was a public school. I did first through fifth grade public, but I lived in this stupid shishi little town san marino san marino <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh and i thought i got picked on there a lot because i was on the poorer end of the spectrum right character building years <clears throat> exactly mm-hmm. so then sixth grade i was like mom i don't want to go to the junior high because so junior high is the worst no matter what 100 yeah so then i begged and got into the our parish school holy family mm-hmm. um but it was like one class per grade it was like 30 people yeah and i was like mm. That's how Queen of Angels was. It was 23 of us, I think, in the class. And I didn't like it because they'd all been going to school together right. since first grade. I'm like, I don't know. It was just like too small. Yeah. So then I bounced back to the public. Oh, okay. And so you did a short stint in the private. cool in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> yeah. I was, I don't know. It, sixth grade was the year that broke me. My mom said I was a pretty nice kid before that. Yeah. Sixth grade was, <laughs> fifth grade started to get really bad. And then, yeah. See, I was lucky, though, in that because I'd been to school with all those kids since preschool. Oh, right. So it was all the same. And then in sixth grade, I went to a new school with all new kids Mm. in a new area. And it was like, nope, bad. But I had a good time in high school. And I went to Catholic high school and I loved it. Yeah, you did. I mean, I had my own, like, pretend teenage drama. (laughs) That was very angsty. I had a (laughs) miniature goth phase. Oh, at Sacred Heart. Mm Mm-hmm. That must have been fun. Yeah, because you couldn't wear your. It's like how did you class. how did you express yourself? I know right? it was very confusing. That's when I looked like fucking girl in Ladybird. I literally, I want to find a picture so badly, and I'm sure my mom is so disorganized and really just kind of has disinherited me at this point and cares nothing about any of my memories. Um, <laughs> Like, I'll ask her for pictures. Like, hey, do you remember that one picture where, like, I'm at the Olympics and this is happening and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, I don't know where that is. I'm like, do you have, like, ten other kids that I don't know about that you're just too busy keeping track of all of us? Because I really feel like you should devote your life to me. Uh, Or at least, like, know where stuff is. So I really want to find a picture because I can remember I had just awful hair. Because, like, I didn't know how to really style it. And then I dyed it red at home. So it came out this and they horrible let you? orange color. I mean, let is a... I mean, Sacred Heart. Because my sister got kicked out of Modern Day, which was the Catholic high school in Orange I County. And she got kicked out because she bleached her hair. Oh, no. I went purple uh, junior year. She did end up going to Sacred Heart. And I think they were... She was a boarder. Oh. We that were, was like another plan. My parents are trying really hard to find a way to keep her on track. And did it work? Nope. Oh, nice. Nope. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I went purple, and then it faded to silver, which was really interesting. Ooh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but then senior year, I did red, and it turned out absolutely terrible. Mm. And I had really bad skin, and it was just fucking awkward, and <laughs> fell in love with this guy who I swear to God was gay. Apparently, he's into girls. <laughs> Again, or whatever. Again? <laughs> but he was super gay. I mean, he was in all of the theater. Right. He was obsessed with Morrissey. Okay. He 
like he could dance, he could sing, he could draw. He was funny. Like he was so cute. And, and he wasn't gay. I don't. Know. When I was in high, well, he didn't actually go to our high school, but there was this kid, Troy, who used to hang around on the Balboa Fun Zone with us when we all used to mm -hmm. run around like maniacs. I don't think he went to high school with us, but he used to hook up with every single girl under the sun. Like he was the player, super cute, yeah, really nice, but just super gay. Turns out, nice, yeah. It's kind of, sometimes it's but sometimes that, way. that was the cover. But yeah, and I hated my mom. We fought all the time. Have you seen Lady Bird yet? No, I have not. That's cute. I saw the trailer. It's not the most life-changing movie of all time, like everyone made it sound. Yeah, because maybe, most of us lived it. Like, live oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't argue maybe with your mom every three seconds about yeah. everything? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it did do a very good job, I think, of capturing what that weird time in your life is like. But, yeah. like, whatever. Well, I had a good time in high school the two years I went. Yeah. But it was mostly involving, like, what can I get away with? And what kind of drugs can I be on today? <laughs> so that was a little bit of a different high school experience. But it was fun, kind of, you know? Yeah. No, I liked going to school. On, like, mm. I had, And, like, it wasn't a weird clicky school. Like, you could kind of sit and have lunch with whoever you wanted. But I kind of bounced around groups. Like, Oh, that wasn't my high school. Yeah. It, there was the drama, drama geek benches and the punk rocker tree and the, you oh, know. Oh, there was... Different. Too, but you could kind of jump around if you wanted to. I don't mm. know. Well, you might have been one of those magical people that could. Cause... No, I don't know about that. I'm just awkward <laughs> no, in every that's not it. No, I'm just the weird one in every group. <laughs> They're like, oh, just let her sit with us. It's fine. <laughs> just don't <laughs> alarm her. Whatever you do, don't get her startled. Uh, yeah, God, I was a terrible looking teenager. I can't believe anybody. You were not. I've seen pictures. You were adorable. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm just adorable. like, did anyone not want to pull me aside and be like, this is how you put makeup on and this is how you blow dry your hair? Because nobody knows at that age. I, don't, I feel we're like I had all some pretty cute friends. <laughs> Next scarf was cute. I'm sorry, but your baby pictures are second oh, to none in cuteness. I was adorable. I'm not going to lie about that. But it all took a very severe turn. <laughs> I don't think so. Like, I don't, well, I've never seen an ugly picture of you. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> Maybe you don't share them, but. Still. Yeah. I'm going to publish those. <laughs> hey, everybody. Well, I was in this awkward, post-awkward pictures of yourself face. Remember when I asked you to send me that picture that your friend had oh, found from one of the yeah. yearbooks? Because it was a, hey, let's post. Everybody always posts the best. Let's post the awkward pictures from your teenage years. And that was the only one I could find. But I feel like it was really terrible. It was really the terrible. No, like the quality. No, like it was all, really Everything tiny about it was terrible. But I was having a very hard time in high school. And I did not really care what my hair looked like and things like that. I was yeah. lucky that I showed up. <laughs> so Points for effort. That's right. I'm here. What more do you want? That's I actually far. sat in front of this camera. Leave me alone. Yeah. I never took a good, even my senior portraits. Because I just have a very bad fake smile. Like, I can't smile on cue at all. Mm -hmm. It just looks super forced and serial killer-ish. So, like, my senior portraits, I just look like I'm going to kill people. Which <laughs> <laughs> is pretty, pretty accurate. <laughs> Oh yeah, so uh, that's that's been all that's new around these parts. You your awkward teenagers is what's new. Yeah, I never really got. <laughs> and that you are definitely Slytherin, and that I am definitely Gryffindor. Yes. Don't fuck with that. How we managed to sit in the same room together without getting into some sort of a battle, I don't know. Slytherins aren't all bad. There's good They're, Slytherins out there. There are. Wasn't Dumbledore a Slytherin? 
I know, but Draco Malfoy was. Well, yeah, there's going to be bad But the seeds. one teacher was one, and he was kind of a good guy. A just He was just a sneaky good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What is the thing that they like? What are they known for, again? Uh, cunning and ambition. Oh, okay. Um, and I don't know. Let me pull it up. Since I got the Gryffindor one pulled up like a big dork. Because <clears throat> you want to know all about me. I do. I want to <laughs> get to the bottom of that. The depths. Oh, it doesn't go very deep, unfortunately. Well, they're snobby. So that works. That makes sense. Slytherins are? Because mm-hmm. they're probably just better than everybody else, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to <laughs> say so much. Cunning, resourcefulness, and ambition. Okay. Those are good. Mm-hmm. They have their place, for sure. Snakes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our elementary water. Mm-hmm. 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 Who else? I don't know. <coughs> oh, Tonks was a Slytherin. Bellatrix Lestrange was. Yeah, of course she was, but she was crazy. Oh, um, she was bad was. too. So sorry, anybody who is not into <laughs> Harry Potter, as we segue uh, into the Harry Potter segment of this. Not sure what's show. wrong with you. Why are not into it? Yeah, Potter. everybody is. Did you take the um, Patronus test? I did not. I've only I only ventured into Potter World or whatever it's called. Pottermore. Pottermore, because <laughs> I needed to find out if I was indeed a Slytherin or a Ravenclaw, only to find out that I was neither. <laughs> yes. Bad call. Aura. Whoever posted that, I don't remember. Uh, was it Bill? No, Jared. Um. Anyway, the Mountain Dew guys. I think. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> so it turns out my Patronus is a seal. Oh, a oh, loose seal, if you, you will. You need to get that then <laughs> for <know>. sure. <laughs> There's no getting around it. You need but I feel loose like, seal. But I feel like Heidi was something like a mole. <laughs> like something just awful. That's she was perfect. like the stupidest Patronus <laughs> ever. <laughs> you know what? Heidi needs to have something that's not perfect about her. Right. So God. I'm on board with the mole for Heidi. <laughs> Sorry, Heidi. I don't even know if you listen to this podcast, but uh, no idea. <laughs> you were supposed to be on in this podcast. Yeah. Just don't forget. Um, no. But do they like bugs? Slytherins? Uh, How about parasites? <laughs> <laughs> Super good segue, buddy. <laughs> I am a master of the segue. Let's get on topic. I am going to talk to you people about parasites other than infant other children than babies <laughs> human babies <laughs> no i have one Aww. friend who was so just fantastically down to earth and like wasn't romanticizing her pregnancy at all uh-huh. and she was just like there's a fucking thing inside of me and it's fucking creepy it's kind of like the weirdest thing so i that's how i always thought about it too so it moves independently of you right but it's and feeding it, off of <laughs> your life force it's such a weird thing like the and fact just, that we can actually existentially think about that and it's just like so much pressure like everything you put in your body is affecting this little thing uh, i think they i think they over exaggerate that well true a little I was raised on nicotine. Weren't we all? <laughs> I mean, so my grandma, which was like, so my grandma was having children in, I don't know, the 30s, 40s, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom's 80 something. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
she said that when she got pregnant for the first time, she quit smoking because, duh, of course that couldn't be good for a baby. Really? I know. And I was like, wow, that's that really very progressive inc- for the time. I, that's what I thought. Because when my mom was pregnant, uh, <laughs> they definitely told her to keep smoking. Yeah. But my grandma was like, phooey. She probably was still drinking, but she, <laughs> she didn't smoke. She was still doing heroin cough syrup. <laughs> well, you know, you got to do that's what you got to do to get babies. through the... Uh, Exactly. Discomforts of pregnancy. Oy. So no babies. No babies. What today. are we going to talk about? We're talking about little gross insects. Oh, mo- gross okay. bugs and stuff. So I got really deep into trying to explain all of the types of parasites because there's six evolutionary strategies within parasitism. Ooh, and I was trying to actually like take cohesive notes and be able to tell you guys about this but then i was like why am i fucking doing that no one's using this for their thesis so i'm just gonna tell you about the grossest ones so uh the word parasite here's a slight bit of knowledge for you uh stems from the greek words for eating at someone else's table that makes sense there you go yes that's exactly what they're doing so okay so i do actually start talking about the six types so the, the first type is called parasitic castrators Ooh, mm, use your back to castration always <laughs> uh dicks are the worst no i'm kidding uh, <laughs> uh as you can imagine they destroy their host's ability to reproduce what i've never uh, heard of this kind of parasite before diverting the energy that would have gone into reproduction into host growth so is this more like a plant thing or what <clears throat> It can be, but I'm going to tell you about a gross one. Oh, good. It is called Strepsiptera. Strepsiptera. <laughs> good enough. I think that's for sure. <laughs> One Strepsiptera. I don't know. <laughs> and, but I didn't know how to pronounce Shigeli, and I never heard the end of it. That's right. <laughs> Post your letters, too. Just the words. Uh, we don't fucking care. Dr. Reno, Rome. Nevada. Thank you. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so the 600 or so species of Strepsiptera are some of the cleverest and most brutal parasites on Earth. Ooh. Unlike a lot of parasites out there, they have no interest in keeping their host alive for very long. So that's obviously there are two types of parasites. One that wants to keep their host alive so that they can either uh, just jump ship when they're done or um, so that that host can then deliver them to a third party that's like their eventual a third party role. host yeah that is another name is, is, are parasites ever like in symbiotic relationships with their oh, hosts yeah okay yeah there's so like there's some fish they... that stick to big fish and yeah. but uh, those aren't gross ones those are just kind of no what happens. these are all ones that are like fuck nature we're killing you who came up with this sucking your life force away well, from you like my favorite tweets in the world that are god inventing animals uh-huh <laughs> those are really good make it stab you and then die what <laughs> and it also pukes deliciousness god come on cover most of the planet in water i like that one too <laughs> exactly. and then put salt in it make it undrinkable <laughs> what what are you doing god okay uh so these these little streppies whatever they're called streppies, uh-huh. um they like to infect bees ants grasshoppers leaf hoppers and roaches ew and their okay. life cycle is one of the strangest and most wonderfully complex among all parasites <clears throat> so Things are very different for the male and the females. Males 
what this article said looked like you'd expect, which I don't know what I expect. <laughs> Why would you that, expect anything? I, once again, I am a scientist, but I am not an entomologist. Uh, <laughs> they have wings, antennae, mandibles, and big, beautiful eyes. <laughs> Ooh, well, that's the nice. females, and not so much. An entomologist at Oxford said, the female is like a bag of eggs, just a mere bag of eggs. <laughs> The female has nothing, no eyes, no antennae, no mouth parts. It's nothing. Um, so she spends her entire life in the host. So she really doesn't need any other body parts. So this thing would live inside a roach or something? Yeah. I'm going to tell you about it. Ew. So, I'm already grossed out. <laughs> so gross. So. Uh, uh, wait one second. <laughs> No, for a commercial break. Uh, okay. So she does have a thing called an oviduct that she sticks out through a hole in her host. So picture like a bee and you know how they have like um, like tears going, not tears like that you cry, but like levels. <laughs> yes. yes <laughs> going down their backs, almost like yeah. scales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But not, but not scales right. at all. All right. Not stupid. Um, so the, this gross thing will stick its little oviduct out through the slats Ugh. in the back of the bee. And then the fucking male grosso comes and humps the gross thing the in the host gross, gross thing one yeah <laughs> gross girl he comes and gross sex is gross girl on the bee poor little bee That's so rude it's being abused sexually by these crazy and parasites. he does what's called traumatic insemination which is a thing we're all too familiar with no, I know. <laughs> hashtag me too <laughs> I'm not belittling that. Oh, anyway, that's sorry. a great cause. Yes, no. Um, Very important. So so she sticks this oviduct out, turns on her sexy juices, her pheromones, and then the male comes and inseminates her right on top of the hose. Okay. And as they put it in the article, he takes his stabby cock dagger and jams it in her head. Because the oviduct is kind of her head, apparently. Okay, so she doesn't really need her head? Well, she's just kind of all She's just a bag whatever. of eggs. Yeah. Okay. She's just tall head or no head or whatever. She's got very little personality. She's just mostly a bag of eggs. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, and then... And then the beautiful male flies away. Yeah. So then he fucks off. Uh-huh. Um, As they do. Oh, fucking dicks. <laughs> Traumatic insemination and then he leaves. So then she just sits inside this bee and waits for her young to oh, no. consume her from the inside out. Okay. So as they're so going, she literally it is almost nothing. She's almost non-existent she's, as a person. I mean, yeah. or as a being. Yeah, she's definitely not a person. <laughs> as a being, as a. And so anyway. yeah. So then eventually they erupt out of her. Okay. So she just sacrifices herself. Yes. Um, well, even... that really happens in birth, no matter what, right? It does. They so they then, do sort of erupt out. Yeah. So okay. then they emerge from the bee into mm -hmm. the light of day. As many as a million of them. Nope. Mm-hmm. Mm -mm. And one bee? Well, it, when they um, <laughs> parasitize bigger animals like a grasshopper, then you can have up to a million of them. So the, They must be tiny. So the larvae emerge in batches as their poor host continues to crawl or fly around. But that's the point because then it's spreading out these little nightmares all around town. 
So if that's on a bee and it gets in the hive, it's got to be a complete disaster for that hive. Pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, So then all the larvae go and find new homes. Uh huh. And start start the larian. But once it gets in there and it develops into a male, um, it allows the host to keep growing. So it like grows along with it. So like it infects a larva, right? Okay. Like let's say it gets into like a wasp nest and it gets into a baby wasp. Larva, oh, okay. Right? So then they grow together. So they're like lifelong partners. Exactly. But why, how does the bee, I mean, I get that they explode out of the mother thing. Right. And then they leave the bee. So how, so this bee does not die. That bee does not die. But didn't you say this was like the ones that... Okay, so because when you get a, then when you get a little boy in your little larvae and they grow up together, then he fucking just busts out one day and leaves that little carcass that he grew up with. Yeah. But I thought it would end it, it ruin their chances for reproduction or something. Well, yeah, I mean, that guy's not reproducing. Well, <laughs> yes, but I mean, there was there's more problems than that with that guy. It didn't just stop it from reproducing. It actually killed it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I thought we were so once. The, okay. So then the male erupts out of the ant or wasp or bee and takes flight in search of a female, leaving behind the sad husk of the host. He doesn't eat. He doesn't sleep. In fact, he only lives for three to six hours, so he's in a bit of a rush. <laughs> Got to find that female bag yep. of eggs. Yep. He goes, he stabs her in the head, he, <laughs> and then he dies, and it all starts over again. Wow. It's so crazy when you think about the lifespan of some of the things on this planet right. and how quick it is. And what is the point? It's true. What Why is the point? Why do you exist? Like, what is the point of God it was bored on day six. You know, I saw something, and I don't remember how it happens in Genesis. Oh. Because I'm not a Bible reader, but it was something about, like, if God invented the sun on the fourth day, how did they know it was the fourth day? Or something Ooh, like that. Like, deep shit. Point. Those are fun questions to ask when you're but talking to But the story a... seemed totally legitimate <laughs> until now. Damn it. It's crazy. How was there a day? <laughs> Chote. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So God Parasites. Got, God got bored many times, because then there's this other fucking nasty ass tongue fish. I'm sorry? Yeah, that's what I call mm-hmm. it. Okay. So the second type of parasite uh, is called a directly transmitted ectoparasite. So it's your ticks, your lice, your fleas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like All that. the regulars. They live on the outside of their host, rely on chance encounters with members of their host species to feed and reproduce. Uh-huh. So this thing is fucking nasty. It is not any of those that you just said. It is not. Well, it's kind of like a louse. Okay. Which is a singular for lice. In case you didn't. Really? Mm. I didn't know Shut that. I thought it was like a Don't degenerate guy. Me. Yeah, he's a louse. No, it's the singular of lice. Okay. I really didn't know that. I'm not well versed in my lice oh, knowledge. I thought you were, <laughs> I thought you were marking me. Um, okay, so Simoth, Sim, Simothoa exigua is an isopod like crabs or lobster. Mm-hmm. And it's a fish parasite. Mm-hmm. So be thankful that you are not a fish when I tell you this story. Be thankful you don't eat fish yeah. when she tells you this story. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> this crustacean is a marine louse, okay. if you will. Yes, uh, it is the only known organism to re- replace an entire organ of its host species. What? In this case, the fucking fish's tongue. I'm. S- mm. Yeah, get ready. Okay, strap it. Go ahead. I, it I primarily am... targets the snapper. Okay. But has 
has been seen. <laughs> typo. <laughs> has been seen in seven other fish species. Okay. So the parasites start their quest by swimming inside of a fish's gills. Right. Once there, they will secure themselves to the gills until their maturation process is complete, whatever that requires. So eventually... So two minutes later... <laughs> exactly. It's a bug. So yeah, 30 seconds later, it's mature. <laughs> so once the young tongue lice, which is a great... Just I'm really glad together, that just stays with fish. Yeah. Have developed uh, one changes in sex from male to female. After this process is complete, the louse will detach itself from the gills and slowly climb to the base of the tongue, mm -hmm. which she thinks is a fantastic place to call home. Yeah. I'm just trying, I'm tripping so out on the fact that fish have tongues. Really? A little. Haven't you seen Finding Nemo? <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't get my fish anatomy from that movie. Weird. Turns out. Uh, so she... Uses she's got crazy strong hind legs. Like okay, a, cu a couple of them, well, like four or something. <laughs> More than a couple, six. Yeah. Okay, some a number. number. She's a bug. Uh, she secures herself to the fish's mouth, settling there permanently, and then she pierces the fish's tongue with her bite, mm. and then she starts to suck out the <gasps> blood. Of Poor blah, little blah, blah. fishy. So eventually, deletes leads. Blah, blah. It eventually leads to the depletion of all the blood in the fish's tongue. So then the fish's tongue just atrophies, falls off. Oh, my God. Right? Could you imagine if you caught one of these fish and you were taking the hook out of its mouth and there was just some creeper uh, in its mouth? That fucking happens. Oh. In okay. markets, too. <gasps> no. Yes. Like when you buy one? Uh, oh. Uh-huh. Uh. And I'm going to post this uh, a picture of it on the Facebook because it's disgusting. Um, Are you going to do it right now because people haven't listened to this episode? No, but I want to show you. <laughs> Don't put it on Facebook just yet. Right? Spoiler alarm. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about this in two weeks. Be ready. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. No, it's so gross. Just send it to me and I can post it at some later date. Oh, no. Oh. It's, yeah, but it's kind of cute. Oh, oh, sorry. Trisha. <laughs> mm. Well, guess what you're going to dream about tonight. Mm. I don't eat fish, so I'm not worried. But it might eat your tongue. That's true. Okay. Um. So, yeah, it just fucking, now it's in the place of the tongue. Okay. And it does not kill the fish, as unpleasant as it might be. The fish just starts to use the little fucking louse as a pseudo tongue. So like the that, tongue, that little symbiosis right there. The tongue bug eats some stuff, and then some stuff gets eaten <laughs> by the fish. Uh, the tongue bug. Yeah, it's just it's amazing that they can eat it all, but the fish survive. But I, I mean, that's so horrific to think about. Just a fucking bug. No, is your tongue? No. <laughs> okay, I don't know if you're going to be talking about these, but have you seen those worms that grow in people's gums? No. Oh, okay. Well, another episode. I am talking about worms that grow in people, but there Not was no the mention of gums. Okay. No. Could they... you imagine? <laughs> I mean, there's nothing worse than that, really. Mm. Though, I guess you could feed yourself if you were in a starving nation. True. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just made myself throw up a little. <laughs> I was looking for the bright side of it. Uh, so this fucking little louse just lives there, feeding mm -hmm. off its bits of mucus, bits of mucus, 
uh, bits of blood that are still left in the mouth area. And if you think this is bad, hold on, because this little fucker still needs to reproduce. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just hanging out so right? far. Yeah. So... If you recall, they first entered in the guild chamber. So apparently some little dudes have been hanging in there the whole time. So then they're going to crawl up and mate with the female while she's still the tongue. Okay, so the males are just hanging out waiting for the female to do something as the tongue in order to be old enough to have the babe. Right. Okay. So they go bone in the poor fish's right. mouth. Poor, he's got a whole ecosystem happening in his mouth. That's crazy. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. So, uh, yeah, so he steals food, fish trying to eat, has sex in the fish's mouth. And then the tongue fish, the tongue bug, gives birth to a brood of male lice and then dies. How are they only male? It's kind of nonsense. Because I say, because uh, they switch from male to female when they get inside the gills. Oh, so like there's like a special one that becomes like the queen. Yeah, they vote. They do a vote, and then they're like, you're going to be a girl. Go be the tongue. (laughs) Go be the tongue. You've been called on. So then she dies and just kind of like falls off out of the fish's mouth. And that's it. I just had to Google. What? Fish tongue? No, mouth worms. Gross. Why would you do that? Because it got in my head. And I've seen it before, but I really just didn't need to see it right now. Probably not. I advise everybody not to Google that. Don't. But you know you're going to. (laughs) If you're our audience, you're going to do it. Every time we tell you not to Google something. Yeah, there you are. Though there are people who have refused to watch the horse video, so there's that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. We We have some good souls. some people with standards. Yes. (laughs) Um, So then there are endoparasites. So those are inside as opposed to ecto, which are outside. (gasps) Learn your Latin, people. Mm, Uh, Lesson for today. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So So they're the ones that start in one host with the goal of maturing in a final host okay so what so the fish with the tongue thing Mm -hmm. it never really kills the fish it just cohabitates there with the fish yeah right yeah okay yeah and then it dies and falls off oh and And then the fish doesn't have a tongue yeah i guess i I don't know i didn't follow up on i don't know what fishes need tongues for what does anybody need a tongue for well talking right Exactly. So this fish is just learn sign language. He blinks. All... <laughs> he just blinks to his friends. He might wave his little fins, <laughs> or like ripple his gills or something. You know, creative, kind of, kind of communicative creative. ways. I mean, fish are chatty little. Uh, <laughs> they do live in schools. <laughs> oh, well, Patty's bringing her a game. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so now we're going to talk about Luclo. You guys won't even know if I'm saying it right or not. Unless nope. there's fish doctors out there. Leucochloridium paradoxum. Oh, that sounded good. Thank you. I am a scientist. <laughs> um, these are flatworms. Ew. Mm-hmm. And they like worms. It just gets this whole sentence is just great. These flatworms live in birds' rectums. Mm, as and Flat give garden do. snails a glimpse of hell. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Okay. Get ready. <laughs> it's a whole Get journey. Ready, getting rid of the snails. So 
the bird it lives in the bird and the bird poops it out a yes. grazing snail eats a bird dropping uh-oh yeah but it's full of the eggs of the parasite the garden snails can't digest the eggs no so they survive their trip through the snail's tummy and then they spread to nearby organs so they go through a couple life stages, these little fuckers, uh, before they land in the hepatopancreas, the organ that passes for the liver pancreas thing. Who even knew a snail had a pancreas? Hey, now you do. It's amazing. Hmm. Okay. I don't even know why humans have pancreas. The, wonder, the wonders of the world <laughs> right? will never cease to amaze me. Uh, so the parasite pumps embryo after embryo into brood sacs. Which yes. you can imagine are yeah. little sacks of like babies. Mm -hmm. um, and then they build up, and this is so fucking clever, into the snail's eye stalks. Ooh. So you know their little yeah, antennae. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are eye stalks. I didn't know that, but here we are. That makes sense. Um, so this was, evolution goes up to 11 here. Um, <laughs> the parasite takes control no. yeah, of the snail's brain. Dude, this is that's a fucking alien right there. Oh, for that's sure. what that is. Okay. So it makes the snail forget that it doesn't <gasps> like daylight. And so it spurs it out into the open in the daytime. Oh. Yeah. And the little fucking guys in the eye stalk turn bright green and wiggle so they look like a fucking caterpillar. Okay. So who wants to eat a caterpillar? A, a bird. bird. So then the birds fly down in the daytime now, mm -hmm. pluck the little eye stalk off this poor <gasps> snail, but then they're ingesting the parasite. Right. The so then the starts cycle starts again. again. Again, I ask, well, no, you Why? asked last time. <laughs> so what is the point? What is the point of that? Other than that really does sound snails. like an alien species, because I totally thought about that that thing from uh, Men in Black. <laughs> Again, with like they open it up and there's a little guy controlling oh, the I love person. That that's what I, yeah. I yeah, like that's that. what I reminded me of. <laughs> it, it's kind of like Except that. Except for it's just snails. But who knows? They might have their whole own universe going on that they think that, you yes, know, whatever. Okay. But that's, I mean, that is crazy shit right how there. Do you explain that. Like, if you're crazy religious, how are you like, no, God designed that? Why? For what? I mean, I don't know why evolution would to just, either. To just awe humanity at the wonders that he can create. <laughs> That's why. Watch what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. He's going to eat your eye. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Too many snails. Why, God? Couldn't he just... I like blind snails. Couldn't he just be born in a puddle or something? I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. I've got a couple <laughs> more. A couple more good ones. Um, There's a wasp. Dinocampus coquinelle is both an endoparasite and an ectoparasite of ladybugs. Oh, I know. I like ladybugs. Come on, ladybugs are great. Uh, so the wasp injects an egg into the ladybug's abdomen. This is, is a wasp? Yeah. Okay. Mean wasp. And then the larva feeds on the ladybug's hemolymph, which I assume is like Not a... the hemolymph. No. <laughs> Why is it always the hemolymph? <laughs> um, so then when it's grown... And ready to pupate, the larva exits the ladybug, which remains immobile, weaves a cocoon mm. that sticks the ladybug to the like leaf that it's on. Oh. Right? Right. 
And then, so if a predator were to approach, the bug, the ladybug would like spaz around and scare the predator off. So, or make the predator want to eat it. Um, barely not according to this. <laughs> so okay. then the little wasp is in there growing. And then he fucking bails. Does he eat the ladybug? Is that how he grows? No, he just emerges from her body and then she dies. I don't like that bug. Fucking dick. Wasps are kind of dicks. I mean, honestly, There's if we're talking about why did something get invented, the wasp is a really good example. Because what does it provide? I don't know. Nothing. Nightmares. Except for pain and nightmares. Yeah. Hey. It's number five. Purpose. The emerald cockroach wasp. Oh, shit. Another wasp. Right. They're mm. fucking monsters. Seriously. So cockroaches are arguably disgusting, too. So you can take this as you will. Have you seen that little girl on facebook or wherever that is like the is she a cockroach, cockroach girl she has like four thousand different kinds of cockroaches oh i in the just house. did see that yeah. she like pulls up a like sheet yeah, of them she like loves a cockroaches i mean good she for lets her. them crawl all over her was it you that made me watch excuse me the video of the girl with the dead squirrel yes <laughs> it's my squirrel it's my squirrel yeah. oh it's horrible it makes me so sad so funny though oh but i love those parents uh, yeah okay so and this is Again, like <sighs> crazy. Okay. She had to brace herself there. <laughs> there, for a better, there should have been a better adjective Ooh, there. But boy. Here we go. <laughs> so, uh, this wasp stings the cockroach twice. First, to paralyze the cockroach's front legs. So okay. That's pretty yes. fucking specific. Mm -hmm. Then, secondly, secondly, uh, in pierces a spot in the brain that puts the cockroach into a state of hypokinesia which hypo means less than or slow or yes yeah like if you're hyper rather than hyper hypo. it's hypo exactly. the hyper hypo <laughs> do you remember that from saturday Night live no mike myers played this little kid who was the hyper hypo but he meant <laughs> hypochondriac <So laughs> it's amazing anyways that's showing my age mm. um so the hypokinesia is basically um, your body can still do things, but your brain can't tell them to do things. Like okay. you, you have the ability, but you don't have the motivation to do anything. Okay. So then it kind of drag slash pulls slash nudges the cockroach into its burrow. So it's just this like zoned out fucking cockroach. Right. It's like going along with this wasp into the burrow. So then this fucking dick wasp lays eggs inside the cockroach, right. buries it. Oh, well, I don't like cockroaches. Okay, this is. But okay. then uh, it, it, so it does it instead of killing it because right. then as the larva grows inside the cockroach, it's still kind of fresh, so they have shit they to have eat food. for weeks. Yeah. But like what? So it's getting eaten alive. Yeah. I wonder what the cockroaches have to say about this. Like, do they talk about the nightmares of the cockroach right? eating like, wasp? what happened to Bill? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of those he's, fucking, he's buried over there. One of those sky monsters <laughs> came and stabbed him in the head. It was crazy. And then he just went with it. I don't know. It was, I don't know. He was like, the kittens are in my van. Come with me. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, who can tell the lives of cockroaches yeah so that fucking happens which is also like fucking nature are you serious stop it Knock stop it being so naturey. <laughs> it's just like so like weirdly advanced though in specific so specific yeah. like i'm gonna stab him once here and then once here and then this is gonna happen and like 
which makes you think there's got to be some purpose for it because it's so specific. Right? It's not accidental. It's very calculated. Yeah, and like, I mean, not I mean, that it's not like could have like just died out, but instead it was like, no, no, we're gonna figure out a better way. We got this. I bet if we just attack this other animal and lay our eggs in it, that'll be a great. Idea. It'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, so then there are vector transmitted endoparasites, which is. Oh, um, <laughs> go Roger Vector. Beep, beep, beep. Uh, they live inside the host and they rely on a third party to carry them from one host to another, which I'm pretty sure is all parasites. And I kind of lost note taking interest at this point. Uh oh. I only one of Valentina's famous endings. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. Uh, no, gross. I just, thank you. I just fast forwarded to all the gross parts. Uh, okay, so we're going to talk about the horsehair worm. Mm -mm, no, we're not. <laughs> nope. It only affects insects. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Sometimes crabs, but not horses. No, 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 no. Okay. It's just really fucking thick, so it looks like a horse hair. Okay. Uh, so it infiltrates insects, sometimes crabs, as a larva when the insect drinks tainted water. So then it gets inside. We're gonna say a grasshopper. Gets inside this grasshopper, weasels its way around inside the body lives off of the grasshopper's tissues, sometimes growing up to a foot long. No, how? I don't, Grasshoppers aren't that big. I don't know. Then, after a time, when the worm has <laughs> matured, it starts to get horny, as teenagers do. <laughs> I forget that sometimes I cut and paste things from, like, cracked. Uh -huh. And then I'm like, horny? What? what? <laughs> Dirty words. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. And it decides that the time has come to find a sexy mate. Yes. The problem is, all of the sexy female worms hang out at the swimming pool club, and he's stuck inside a stupid grasshopper. <laughs> so, he's going to solve the problem by reprogramming the grasshopper's brain. Not again. I know. It's amazing. To seek out the nearest body of water and hop right in, despite the sad fact that grasshoppers cannot swim. So he literally makes this bug fucking kill itself right. so he can go get laid. I mean, if that's not a guy. Well, I was going to say, typical. Well, of course, right. Yeah. I'm all right. <laughs> uh, so this grasshopper just jumps in the water, gasping for life. And mm -hmm. the little worm is like, I'm going to slide out your butt. Bye. And just leaves and goes and hooks up with his lady worm friends. And the grasshopper dies. I mean, where does this shit come from? So the, what I'm thinking is that oh, yeah. somehow there are scientists somewhere studying that brain reprogramming so they can do it to people. Oh, probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, and dogs and anything that they can send to attack other people. Like if you could re weaponize you know, them. Yeah, exactly. Of course, because that's what it's that's all about what, at the end of the day. Sorry, How can men, we kill each other better? Do. <laughs> Dicks in war. That's what we're <laughs> born to do. That's what we're good at. Yep. And then, okay, so for this final one, I'm so sorry, but dun, dun, dun. I am going to talk about it happening to humans. Not mouthworms, though. Not mouthworms, <laughs> but also gross. Okay. So we're going to talk about the guinea worm. Okay. okay. Where does it? Where does that live? Just so long as I know to never to go there. So mostly, uh, I believe in 2017, there were 30 cases of it, and uh -huh. they were spread in villages in Chad, Ethiopia, and South Sudan. Okay, I'm good. But for some reason, it can also be found in boars and dogs. But I really did, just didn't dive but into But only in Chad and South Sudan? And in Ethiopia. In Ethiopia, okay. Right. Uh, okay, so the larvae of the guinea worm are ingested by water fleas. 
And then water fleas are ingested by humans if they drink nasty water. So then the stomach acid of the human dissolves the fleas. I mean, this just seems like so many steps. <laughs> <laughs> Poor flea was just like, Mm-hmm. damn it, I was having just a nice time, time in the water. Uh, so the stomach acid dissolves the fleas, releasing the larvae that then burrow their way through the intestinal wall. But it doesn't burn up the larvae. They must be tough mm-hmm. little sons of bitches. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the worms then mature in your body. The female can reach up to 2.6 feet in no. length. Mm-hmm. In the intestines. And if you're infected with both male and female, oh, no. they're going to worm around to find each other. Of course. So they can bone, resulting in the female carrying 3 million embryos. But then the male dies. So, fuck off. so you just have a dead worm in your intestines? No, it's in your body at this point. What do it's you mean in, in like, your tissues. body? It's in just tissue. How does something two feet long just live in your tissues? It's the miracle of nature. <laughs> you can ask You can ask God when you get to heaven. Oh, uh, God, I'm going to have so many questions. <laughs> well, then the female's got a job to do now. Yes. She's going to slither through your subcutaneous tissue, mm-hmm. causing immense pain. Oh, good. Until she gets to your foot, which I'm not even sure. How the fuck does she know it's your foot? Gravity? Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. So heavy. Uh, <laughs> maybe they just are naturally like, oh, we got to go this way. Maybe little compasses. Lowest um, point. Go to the lowest point of this vessel. So at this point, she pierces the skin. Oh, shit. Leaving you with a painful blister. Mm-hmm. And because it burns so bad, what are you going to do? You're going to dunk put your foot in water. in water. So then when you put it in water, she then vomits out all her embryos into the water so that they can get eaten by fleas. And the whole <laughs> circle starts and again. And do? Um, okay. <clears throat> this is where it gets extra gross. Oh, perfect. So then the poor human needs to spend weeks slowly extracting the worm because you can't break it. Because if it breaks, it causes a big immune problem. So you have to pull it. Okay. So if you pull it and it breaks, it leaks high levels of a foreign antigen, which can lead to anaphylactic shock and fast death. So it's important to remove the worm slowly over a period of weeks. What does that mean? So this is undertaken by winding the worm bit by bit every day onto like a matchstick from around from on from in your yeah, foot so it's sticking out of your foot uh-huh. and you pull until like it is resisting you yeah and then you roll that up let, i don't know like tape it to your foot and then the next day you wake up and you pull what you can and then roll it out until it comes out and it could take weeks that sounds horrible so fucking disgusting it's almost as bad as mouthworms yeah, or, yeah. No, but mouthworms are in your mouth, so I Blah. think they're still worse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, but then, fun fact, uh, the method of wrapping the worm around a stick mm-hmm. is speculated to be the source for the rod of Asclepius, the symbol oh, of medicine. Oh, the rod of Asclepius. Yeah, not the Caduceus. Oh, no, not the Caduceus. <laughs> no, <wrong. laughs> of I mean, course not. Stupid. <laughs> peons think that <laughs> you uneducated uh no there's one the caduceus is the one that there's two snakes going up a sword yeah okay. right for doctors and then mm, no i don't know what i'm talking about 
and then the never rock. mind <laughs> fun fact that you just need to unlearn now or, or look it up it. i'm i'm not i mean my scientist what do you want degree from us? only goes so far <laughs> my scientist <laughs> degree that's not my kind of science <laughs> i'm a general scientist like general dentistry which when i was a kid i used to think it was like a military thing like he's a general <laughs> he's dentist a general. <laughs> <laughs> that's good oh fucking dentist uh yeah that's all i got so gross 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 yes the worst Dude, those are pretty disgusting i think you ended on a most disgusting note but right? i think pulling I, it out and just wrapping it like and then you what get in bed yeah Ooh. just watch my matchstick wiggly honey. Worm. don't kick me <laughs> this little wiggly worm hanging out of your foot Ooh. So gross. So gross. Well, like the guy, wasn't this recently that we talked about it? Some guy found he'd eaten sushi mm. too much. I feel like it was in California. Was it in his eye? Was it that one? No, I know okay. you like that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was a guy, and I think it. I know you like that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he pooped it out. Oh, okay. And then wrapped it around a uh, toilet paper roll. And it was like three feet long. And it all came out at once? I think was so. it what are those called? They're something worms. People like eat them. Worm? People eat them to go on diets. Tapeworm. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Well, Nobody people needs... don't do it anymore. Nobody needs to lose weight like that. I mean, I'd like to, but No, you don't want a worm living in your guts. No, when... but if it eats all your carbs for you, that'd be great. Disgusting. Yeah. You don't even want to no, you do want a baby in there. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> put a baby in me. Uh, they definitely don't eat all the carbs. No, but I remember reading somewhere that jockeys used to actually do that. And probably. I think they people still crazy, try to do crazy that. Crazy things. They'll do anything to stay. I want to see a sea biscuit or something. Yeah. They, well, and my friend Amanda, whose dad was a right? very famous jockey. Yes. She said they used to have big dinner parties, and they would all sit around and like have this amazing food. And they would put it in their mouths, like amazing steak and baked potatoes and whatever, and then just like spit it out and put it on a different plate. That takes tremendous willpower. I know. They must I don't know really if that's better or worse. Have loved to race horses. Yeah, I'd kind of prefer just not to eat. I think. I don't know though. I would actually prefer not to race horses and just ride them and not have to weigh five pounds. And we should not race them at fucking three years no, old we when they don't even have their little bones together. No. Yet. No. Oh, my God. I watched this thing on Vice, which is literally the only channel I apparently watch anymore. Mm -hmm. um, about, <laughs> sounds like it's going to be a racist, but it's not. It's about these camel jockeys. <laughs> okay. Actual camel jockeys. Actual camel jockeys. Yeah. Uh, and I believe it was in Saudi Arabia because it was like a surprisingly advanced country that was still doing this. Mm -hmm. But they were fucking kidnapping kids from poorer countries like mm -hmm. Pakistan and whatever little little kids and making them be their camel jockeys because you needed tiny people to do this uh -huh. but they kept them in like these camps where they would like not feed them or they would beat them up if they didn't you know like ride the camel I will say right? this is a problem with economic disparity right there it's, it's like, one of those we things. have so much money that we can steal children from another country and make them live in a camp and ride camels I mean for yeah. fun right <laughs> Why For, wouldn't yeah. you? The no, only time no you need purpose. to do that is when you have no other needs that you need to take care of. Like, <laughs> everything else is covered. But so, Vice did this documentary about it, like, a handful of years wow. ago. And then one of the princes, mm. sultans, sheiks, whatever, sorry. Whatever they're called. I think they're sheiks. Sheiks. Whatever. Sheiks. Uh, 
was watching it mm-hmm. with his children and his kids were like Ooh, oh. is this our fucking country like are you gonna let this stand and apparently he went banana pants about it and like had like the military raid all these camps and just do away with it yeah so it's been completely eradicated and like this one guy i'm gonna say he was an indian guy who was like championing the cause and trying to smuggle these kids out every chance he got and all this stuff and he was just like so then they re-interviewed him now after all of this stuff has happened and he was just like the happiest guy in the whole wide world and it was the sweetest thing and like kids come up to him now like at the races because now they put like little dolls on the camp. <laughs> <laughs> like wearing racing silks. Why don't they stuff? put monkeys on there? <laughs> don't, don't even suggest that. Don't listen, Saudis. Um, Little spider monkeys on camels. <laughs> there's enough of that kind of tor- torturing tourism in the world. Every time I see someone go on a trip and they post a picture with a fucking monkey, I'm like, that monkey probably gets beaten on or the regular. Or riding an elephant or a camel or any of those 100%. things. And I know there's pictures of me doing it on my honeymoon. And the, but, you know, you live and learn and you... Yeah. Get educated. They yeah, some of my friends like did that. go to an elephant sanctuary in Thailand and they stayed there for a couple of weeks and yeah. like volunteered and it was really cool. That would be really so cool. So they That'd are be a allowed better to way have to do it. elephant photos. Yeah. yeah. But all the the other stuff makes me sad. Yeah. Of course it does. Um but yeah. So like kids come up to him now and they're like, You saved me, I was one of the kids, oh, blah blah blah. So that's very sweet. They wound up being a happy story. Oh my god, you guys, we might end up on a happy mm-hmm. note. Adorable. That's great. Yeah, that's, that's gotta be the first time ever. No. You think we've ended on a happy note before? <coughs> yeah, I think we've talked about arrested. Oh, it's usually my go-to is for <laughs> turning the ship around. <laughs> All right, everybody, smile and laugh. There's a joke. A joke. Go joke. watch Arrested. Yes, if you haven't already. I probably so need I to don't do have that to again. disown you. Mm. Although I do have friends that aren't into it, and it stresses me out <laughs> daily. I'm like I don't understand. You were with me when I was. Well, we were friends. You weren't with me, but when I was like dating multiple people, and I would take the DVDs with me. And be like, we're gonna watch this. <laughs> like gauge That's their reaction. It's my litmus test. Can you watch twelve hours of the show right now with me? Can you? And then you watch them while they're watching it. Like I'm that person that's like, are you gonna get this joke? Are you gonna laugh? Are you gonna laugh in the right places? Did you see what they did? Let's see that's a play on words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, you're a lot of fun on a date. I am the psh, so much fun. <laughs> oh oh yeah. boy. Oh, all right. What a hoot. Then. What a hoot. Happy Sunday, friends. Yep. <clears throat> There's another one on in the books on the scoreboard. We had to make it sound like a job. <laughs> oh, we made it. I We're guess. done. Thank Ooh. God. Shoosh. Gotta get out of this place. <laughs> How did I get caught up in this <laughs> podcast thing anyway? It never stops. <laughs> when is the season end? <laughs> it never ends. It's like a Twilight Zone. Per- All right, everybody. All right. We love will you. talk to you next week. Call me. Bye. Bye.